See, here's a question for you. What motivated Paro to enslave the Jewish people? Now, that sounds like a really obvious question, meaning it's the obvious question that we all should have asked. We should have been asking this question all the time, but we learn this story when we're little kids and we hear, oh yeah, the Jewish people that went down to Egypt, Paro enslaved them, very nice, and we hear the whole story, we know it by heart, basically. But do we ever stop and ask that question, what motivated Paro? Why was he interested in enslaving the Jewish people, right? Was that even necessary? And and I want to explain that question a little bit deeper, is because it didn't seem to be that Paul really had any issues with the Jewish people. They were law-abiding citizens. They kept to themselves in Goshen. Uh, Yosef was very involved in the political hierarchy of the government over there. Um, and and the, the Hebrews, his brothers, all they all stay out of it. They didn't get involved in the politics. They really just were, were this like very small minority that lived in Egypt at the time. They didn't really bother anybody. And if anything, there was a there was a positive association there between Paro and Yosef. He, he was the hero of the generation. He saved all those people in the times of the famine. He helped build up the economy. So what was behind Paro's thinking when he decided to enslave the Jewish people? And, and we know the Pusik says, right? The Pusik tells us, what's the problem? Oh, it could be another nation is going to come in and the Jews are going to join up with them and uh, and they're going to they're going to leave from the land. But why would he think of the Jewish people as, as being, you know, allies and they would help fight on behalf of Egypt? Fascinating, fascinating kind of thinking over there. And, and I just want to see if we can get into it and understand why. But one of the things that bothered me about this question is that it's possible that the question is not asked, not because it doesn't bother anybody really, but because we accept that it's the norm, meaning that, yeah, Pick a number, basically. Here comes a dictator who wants to prosecute the Jewish people and enslave them. I mean, what else is new? How many other leaders do we have throughout Jewish history that basically has taken the Jewish people and either uh, threw them out of their country or heavily taxed them or, you know, or, or, or you know, destroyed their communities many, many different ways or, and, and killed them and slaughtered them all, all around? Meaning it, it's not uncommon for there to be some evil dictator who decides to uh, force the Jewish people under slave labor or uncomfortable circumstances or worse, right? So we don't bother asking the question, not because it's not a good question, but we don't bother asking the question because we just assume that the answer is like, why not? That's what all the other leaders did, right? Or followed after him and did. Here's my thinking around, I want to suggest what, what the possible answer is to this question. I believe that Paro was paranoid. The mission in Perkyovas tells us that the more possessions a person has, the more worry that they have. They're worried that they're going to lose their possessions. They're worried someone's going to try to steal it from them. And uh, and they're constantly, constantly paranoid. If you ever know someone who is extremely wealthy, you have like a safe for the safe and five different like passwords and different codes for everything. And they're, they're always concerned about all of their stuff. Always, always. Um, and certainly the higher up you get, the more powerful you are, the more concerned you are about losing your position. But Paro was driven by something that was very, very important. He was driven by this tiny little nagging voice that he knew at his root that he actually wasn't a god. He knew that his success was built off of Yosef. Yosef came in and he interpreted his dreams for him and, uh, and created this master plan and saved the economy. It was wonderful. And he knew his success was completely dependent on Yosef. But what's more important, he knew that, what did Yosef tell him in the time that he was interpreting his, dream, his dreams? He told him that the interpretations are not from me. They come from Hashem. 
Right? This is very important. Paul believed that he was a god, and he tried to teach the world that he was a god. But he had this nagging feeling in the bottom of his heart that he knew that there was something else that was responsible for his success. And he decided he had to do everything and anything he could do in order to remove that, uh, that voice. So what did he do? He picked on the Jews. It was an easy scapegoat, actually. Because of the Egyptians in previous history, uh, you know, the Paul didn't really appreciate... Avram and Sarah and that and that entire episode there. He the Egyptians also the they had this. Uh, we see that when Yosef was sitting was with the brothers, Yosef specifically did not want to sit with them because the Egyptians. The puzzle tells the Egyptians didn't sit. They wouldn't they wouldn't eat with the with the Hebrews. They they kept a distance from each other. We also know that Yaakov was concerned that after the whole episode of Shechem, that how the other cultures of the world were going to perceive them because of this. And the the commentaries explain is that the rest of the world or large portion of the world was okay with the behavior that Shechem had. And the Hebrews, they had this moral compass that was very different. So it's it's very possible that the association that the Egyptians had with the Hebrews was quite the opposite, is that they really didn't want anything to do with them. And so all, all Paro had to do was come up with enough of a reason to instill fear within the within his, his country. And they could simply say, like, oh, right, the Hebrews, we didn't really like them anyway. Basically, they're different from us anyway. And so now what would happen is he would blame the Jewish people and create this problem. It would distract everybody. And in this way, he can maintain his power and his control on, on, his, all, on all of Egyptian society. Right? He's operating out of the fear that what's going to happen? Somebody's going to find out that he's not a god, number one. And number two, God is going to decide one day to take it all away from him. And then he won't have anything. Right? It was completely illogical to enslave the Jews. He should have befriended them and taken care of them after everything that Yosef did. But instead what he did is he listened to that voice of fear and he enslaved the Jewish people and tried to distract everybody from what was really in his heart of the heart, which was that mm, maybe maybe I'm not actually a god. Maybe all of my life is dependent on something much more powerful than me and the success that I have is not really mine. And that reality, Paul really did not want to did not want to confront with head on. So I wish us all a good Shabbos and a Shabbat.